You're listening to episode 133 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border. Let's talk voice. Hello and welcome to episode 133. Really excited to have you along today because we're talking about a really fantastic skill that is available in Canada and I'm really excited to tell you all about it. Before we get to that, I just want to remind you that this week is the third episode of The Voice Den and you can access all this information at thevoiceden.com. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to our friends at Amazon Alexa, who are the sponsors of The Voice Den. And because of their generous sponsorship, The Voice Den is entirely free. When is it happening? Five o'clock Pacific, this Wednesday, July 22nd. It's the opportunity for you to come on in, sit in the hot seat and have a conversation with some of the voice fluencers. Additionally, we're going to be giving away some VoiceFluencer collectible cards, NFT collectible cards. And if you want to learn about how you can actually win some of these truly one-of-a-kind cards, you can go to thevoiceden.com and you'll see a button there where it says you can uh, win the collectible card. So I encourage you to check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun and we're going to announce actually 53 winners of these cards on Wednesday which is tomorrow. I just realized when this podcast is coming out, that is tomorrow. So I hope you'll join us. Now, today I want to introduce you to Nick Saka, and he is a, uh, a developer. He lives in the States. His wife is Canadian. <laughs> so extra bonus points there. And uh, Nick is the developer of some really, really interesting skills. And there's one in particular that he talks about that I'd love for you to pay attention to. And we spend a long time talking about that particular skill because it is quite unique in the way that he's bringing real voices to the skill. I'll let him explain. So without any further ado, uh, let's bring Nick onto the podcast. It's my absolute pleasure to introduce him to you right now. Okay, Nick, it is really great to have you on the Alexa and Canada podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you very much, Terry, for having me on. I know it's been uh, kind of a long road and uh, we've been missing each other a little bit on social media, but I think this is great. And uh, thanks for having me on the show. It's my pleasure. So let's start off with getting you to uh, share with all of us a little bit about your story, your introduction, who you are, what you're doing, what's your background, that kind of stuff. So I'm a 19 year veteran of the U.S. Coast Guard and I'm going to be retiring in uh, next year, next June. And so I started development back in 2017, back whenever they opened up the SDK, late 2016, early uh, 2017. And, you know, it's a lot of fun to develop these skills. And uh, I've done some for pay. Uh, I'm an independent developer. And I also develop for a small business out of San Antonio called Voice Skills Inc. And, um, it's just been, you know, a pretty wild ride and loving every minute of it. It's great. Yeah. I'm always interested to hear how people got into voice in particular. What sort of drew you to that or how did you first get involved with voice technology? So (laughs) it's kind of a funny story. So I've been an Amazon prime member since like 2005. And um, so whenever Alexa came out, they were like, 
uh, it was invite only. So I ended up calling them up and, you know, uh, annoying them a little bit and telling them, Hey, listen, you know, I've been a prime member for this many years. I really want this. And then right before Christmas, I got a link and they said, you know, this link's only valid for 24 hours. So I went ahead, bought it, got it, and then fell in love with it. And I thought to myself, like, wow, this is this is the future. This is where we're going. Every time I talk to it, I feel like I'm in a episode of Star Trek, you know. No kidding. No kidding. So you got the device. You fell in love with it, as so many of us have in, in, in the voice community, obviously. And then... And then you started to decide, and then you decided at some point that you're going to develop for it. And so what was, what was going on there in your mind when you, when you kind of made that leap? So I always had like, almost like a, an interest in coding and computer programming. I never explored it too much because uh, even my degree is in business management. But as I, as I moved forward through my military career, I noticed that, you know, all, some things were put together real nicely and some things weren't. So uh, I kind of had a, uh, a a name for myself as like tearing things down and building them back up again as far as like databases and hmm. system and information management goes. So whenever I started to look into these, especially like fact-based skills or skills that use uh, session management, I, uh, I was like, you know, I could do this. And I, I decided to make the leap and... And especially with SDK 2.0, it's, it's fairly easy to create a good quality skill for somebody to enjoy. Very cool. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about your first skills and, and some of the, the history, I guess, of your personal development with um, some of the Alexa skills. So um, some of the first skills that I developed were more fact-based, you know, cut, copy, paste. Uh, I was, I'm always obsessed with the skill cards. And that's one of the things that I kind of hammer home. I know a lot of people are, are really wrapped around the axle about having an all voice experience, but I believe a, a, a good voice experience is probably about a 70, 30 split where you're going to have uh, visual components that aren't the basis of the skill, but complement the skill and make it more desirable for a person to come back to. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And that, that's interesting that you say that because with one of your skills that's gaining a lot of traction now, we'll talk about that in just a few minutes, I've noticed what you've just described because I've tried that skill on a multimodal device like an Echo Show and I've tried it on just the Echo without any screen. And I've, and I've actually noticed that the way the skill is worded is a little bit different even in the, interaction, in the interactions. So tell us about this skill. I know that you've got one in particular that, that's, that's, like I said, gaining a lot of traction. What's the, what's the skill? What's the story behind that? Tell us a little bit about that. So it, it's called historical voices. And one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to bring um, <clears throat> the actual voices of people who said profound, important things over the past 80 or 100 years into people's living rooms or their smart speakers. And the way I was able to do that was through, you know, open source and getting famous speeches like Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream. And I wanted to create something that was like inclusive to everybody. So, you know, we featured all the presidents. We featured people from all different types of backgrounds, uh, male, female, it, you know, just a, a very robust um, skill that would contain, uh, would contain just about anybody so that 
everybody would be able to find something that they could enjoy and listen to and actually hear it from the person themselves. So this is really interesting because yes, I mean, we all have heard skills that are text-to-speech based. So it's in, it's in Alexa's voice and Alexa is quoting a quote in her voice, but this is very different, obviously. Why do you feel it's important that people hear the actual voices of the people that you're quoting? Because even though speech to text is good, uh, there's still a lot to be desired. Like you have to program the pitch, you have to program the rate, you have to program maybe a different SSML voice. But whenever I want to hear Martin Luther King or Stephen Hawking, like I want to hear them. I want to hear the words come out of their mouth. Um, or, you know, just uh, picking somebody out of the air here, Robert Oppenheimer. Like I want to hear their voice and know what they sounded like when they said those impactful moments in history. Like Robert Kennedy's a good one. Somebody left a review saying, man, you know, it, it brings back so many memories to actually be able to hear Robert Kennedy's voice. And I thought, you know, that's what I'm going for. That was the bullseye. I hit the bullseye with that one. Yeah, yeah. Being in Canada, one of the ones that I uh, uh, listened to was Terry Fox. Mm. Running, running across Canada and, you know, trying to bring awareness and raise raise money for cancer, uh, cancer research. And it, I don't know, I, I agree with that review, I guess. It was just very interesting to be able to hear the actual voice. I mean, nowadays, the Terry Fox run is a big event here in Canada. Um, oh, yeah. Big fundraise on an annual basis. And it's just, it's really interesting to be able to hear that. And I can imagine, like, that, that would be totally, the experience that I would get with Alexa would be totally different if it was Alexa's voice versus hearing Terry Fox. So I think that's, that's really cool. How do you actually go about finding these people then and the, the actual, the, the actual quotes? So a lot of them, a lot of the stuff is open source. Like you can go to like our archive.org or you could go to some other different websites and you know, it's open source because it was either a, you know, a news broadcast or an interview of some sort or something that's in the public domain. And by accident, by, you know, just doing a little bit of detective work, you can, uh, you could easily find this stuff on the internet. But I really, I really thought that bringing, you know, bringing all these people together, it would provide sort of like an inspirational uh, piece to the whole skill. And, you know, Terry Fox is kind of, kind of hits home for me too because my wife's canadian ah, and yeah and so she would she would always bring that stuff up too like oh terry fox terry fox run and so i had to have terry fox in there that was a no-brainer as far as like uh inspirational sports athletes go or sports leaders because you know terry fox gave his life for what he believed in and he was just a phenomenal human being you know yeah yeah and so how, how do you go about deciding which ones to include in the skill. Oh, so this is interesting. So what I did was I built a request feature in there. So it doesn't ask for your email or anything like that. But if you say request Ben Smith, I'll get an email uh, saying, hey, this individual has requested Ben Smith be added to the historical voices database. And then based on that sort of criteria, whether or not I can find the person's voice and if the person, you know, had anything like very impactful to say, mm -hmm. then I would, I would go ahead and make the edits to the code 
add the add the individual to the database and and there you go very cool and so how many do you have in there now do you do you know what the current number is of the of the quotes in there it, it's over 50 i think it's 53 uh it's mm -hmm. like 47 individuals and like six different historical events like i joined the coast guard uh right before 9 11 and 9 11 is kind of impactful for me and i think it's still kind of like a little too soon for everybody else but as far as like the historical events goes, I want to try to add like 9-11 to it and a few other ones that were that were pretty impactful. And um, I just, I haven't really sort of uh, scratched that itch yet. And, and I don't know, I don't know if I will, but there's, there's six different historical events that you can listen to in there so as you well. Can so you can sort it or ask for the quotes by event or by person then if i'm understanding you correctly is that is that correct yes so okay. you would you would say like uh open historical voices and the battle of midway and you would listen to a soldier uh recount in a 30 second uh interview post-war interview where he's talking about planes coming in and his lieutenants and officers telling him the you know fire when ready and you know it's you know stuff like that uh is 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 what that one is and then there's also i also have like the radio broadcast for the roswell alien incident that oh, they wow. put out. so okay. i found that one to be pretty interesting i was like wow that's cool i gotta add that in there so yeah there's a there's a bunch of uh there's six of them um i think uh i think i have like the death of hitler as one of them and of oh, wow. uh, the passing of JFK, like you can uh -huh. click on that too. And, and you can hear, you can hear the news broadcasts of, of what they heard during those periods. That's very interesting. You could almost do uh, <laughs> I like the idea of being able to highlight different events um, mm -hmm. and reliving those. Cause you don't necessarily need to have the person itself, but just somebody talking about the event. Like you say, like a news, a news, caster i imagine that might be a little bit easier to find i don't know i mean you can oh, yeah. tell me but um yeah i imagine that's easier to find you could almost like do a category uh, categorize them by year and just go through this year you listen to this event this year you listen to this event you could do it oh uh, i never thought about that <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good idea i I, I, just, have them, I have them in chronological order yeah and then i have i have them alphabetized by like first name if they're a person but that's yeah. actually a really good idea as far as having like a 90 section or an 80 section yeah and relive the part that you want to you know when you were growing up or um you know or, or i don't know like a space shuttle launch or or something like that or oh, yeah. you know, big big events like that it's really cool um like you said there's something about hearing the actual voices and the emotion than just having alexa say it in her own in her own name or in her own voice um, how are users using it now? Are they listening to typically like to listen to one quote? Do people kind of sit there and listen to it in multiple quotes or in one session or how, how, how are you finding that? So, so one of the things that I wanted to incorporate, um, if you start up the skill is I wanted to incorporate like a session management and almost like a gamification. So if you used it so many times, you would unlock more people. And uh, I think there's like four stages that you have to unlock. And if you use it more than a hundred times, you, you unlock everything for, uh, you know, for the remainder of the life of the skill. So you've got to keep kind of like climbing that ladder and listening to more and more. And it keeps track of your, uh, 
your sessions as you do that. So it's one of the things that I wanted to incorporate to bring people back because I know retention's kind of like a, a sticking point with skills, you know, right, bringing right. people back to the fold. Right, right. Well, it's it's very cool. And and the thing that I sort of alluded to earlier is I've noticed that when I when I listened to it on a multimodal device, um, I had the option of pushing the device to hear the particular quote. Oh, yeah. Whereas when I listened to it on my Echo without the screen, it asked me to say the name. And I guess that's very purposefully designed that way. Maybe you can comment on that. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I wanted to I wanted to make the, the experiences the same, but a little bit different and sort of like guide them because um, you know, it's, it's all about the data that you're getting from the end user. So just to, just to let you know a little bit about that, whenever I get like an email from somebody and they say like, oh, add Winston Churchill, but Winston Churchill's already added. Or if I go into the intent history and I can see what the users are actually saying, I've, I've noticed that sometimes they would repeat themselves or they would ask for somebody who was added but didn't say it the right way. So what I wanted to do in that sense was develop a way to remind people. So anytime that you start to scale up on a non-screen device, you get a example, like example, Winston Churchill, or say random person, and then it would randomly pick somebody. But also what it does is it throws a card and it gives you an entire printout of everybody that's in the skill. So if you're actually doing it from your phone, you'll get a printout and you'll be able to scroll through the list and then select who you want to listen to. Okay. So you're really incorporating the different multimodal aspects of that. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Yeah. And, and another thing that I incorporated as far as like, um, uh, as far as like get, bringing people back for retention was reminders. And I think reminders is going to be huge because Inside of a custom skill, for you having the ability to go ahead and say, hey, do you want to be reminded in a week to see if your addition was added to our database? I've seen that that sort of usage go up, and I've seen people actually using those reminders. And a week from whenever they say yes, they'll be prompt through all their devices to go back and check out historical voices. So that's one of the ways I'm trying to bring people back is through that reminder aspect. Got it, got it, great. And the overall feedback, it sounds like it's been, I'm assuming it's been very positive based on that review that you shared. Yeah, um, so yeah, I've gotten, I've gotten mostly all positive reviews. Um, kind of funny not to not to take a political angle but one guy gave me one star and he said too many liberals and i'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm, like I'm like i don't know what you want from me like i'm going out and i'm trying to find a, a mixture of everybody but um, uh -huh. but uh you know it's it's kind of funny to read some of the comments but a, a lot of the reviews they'll help you and they'll guide you for future versions sure. and and i think there's a lot of uh a lot of good information there we're That's second great. We're second in Canada, by the way. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, in the education and reference section, we bumped up today. We're actually in second place. So uh, I'm happy about that. And we're currently in fifth place in the U.S. skill store. Fantastic. Well, that's really great. So going forward, I'm assuming then the plan is to kind of continue to expand the database. That's that's kind of what you're looking at doing? Oh, yeah. I want to, um, I want to get it up to... 
you know, I, I think this one, I think this skill is going to be my baby. And I think I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and continue to expand the database as much as I can with as many, uh, as many inspirational people that I can in order to uh, meet the needs of the, of the user. Right. Do you have any plans to monetize this one? <clears throat> I thought about it, but I don't really know how I would go about necessarily monetizing. I mean, I guess I could put people behind a paywall or put, um, you know, maybe put more of somebody behind a paywall. But for now, I just want to, I just want to make it as, as sort of like a, an educational and reference focal point for people to go in there and, and to check it out and to, uh, and you know, to get some benefit out of it. Um, it's great. I really like it. I think it's a, it's a really neat concept. So congrats on that. Thanks a bunch. Um, maybe just to kind of wrap up then, um, any other things that you wanted to share in terms of other things that you're working on these days or any other exciting thoughts or, or um, comments on, on voice and Alexa in general? Yeah. Um, I've actually recently started a, a YouTube channel and I've gotten pretty good traction on that. And uh, we've got about 214 subscribers as of now. But um, one of the things that I'm figuring out, and I think, I think this is a big problem, is that Amazon will put out like a 30 second commercial and it'll show like a, a task and how easy the task is, whether you're calling somebody or you're doing this or you're doing that. But for the end user, that first time that they try to attempt that, it's, it, it's not that smooth. You have to do something. You have to go in the app. You have to click a setting. You have to do this. You have to do that. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to completely break down those walls and make sure that there were uh, like a visual representation for people to find something that they may need. Like if they wanted to change the wallpaper on their Echo Show, then I would, you know, I made a video on on that and how to change your wallpaper, how to link it with Amazon Photos. And every Wednesday, I actually put out videos for certain skills. I call them skill previews. And I believe that the marketing is a little bit challenging for these skills. So I wanted to create an avenue for people to be able to say, hey, here's my skill. What can you do with it? Can you, you know, can you make a four or five minute demo to show people? And then hopefully break down those, those walls a little bit and to bring more people into the fray of, of using skills. Because a lot of people just ask, what's the weather? And you know, play this song. And I, I want to make sure that people can get the most out of their devices. Good for you. No, that's great. That's a great uh, service. That's, I think all that stuff is so important to really teach people the basics of how do you get the most out of the devices. So, so that's fantastic. Um, where can people go to learn more about you, what you're doing? Wh where would you uh, suggest people go and check out? Well, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, just add me as a connection. I'll add you back and we can chit chat through there. Again, I'm on uh, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I actually, I'm admin for two Facebook groups, one that has about 3,300 members and the other one has about a f uh, 1,200. So um, we, we've got a little bit of reach on Facebook, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm readily available. Just uh, reach out and, and I'll answer whatever need you have. Fantastic. And is there a particular website that people could go to to look you up or to otherwise get in touch? Is there a particular URL that you can share? Yeah, I have a uh, I have a WordPress site. It's called uh, 
it's my initials nes i love it nintendo entertainment system um <laughs> yeah. but uh but it's uh it's any voice skills and uh it's a wordpress site so if you type that in with wordpress it should pop right up Okay, fantastic. Well, wonderful. Well, thanks so much, uh, Nick. Well, I'll make sure to put the uh, the resources, the links that you mentioned on the show notes page. Um, thank you again for, for being part of the podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time. Congrats on your skills. I encourage all the listeners to, to check them out. And um, I look forward to staying in touch with you. Awesome, Terry. Thank you very much as well. And uh, have a great day. There you go. Hope you enjoyed that chat with Nick. Definitely, definitely check out Historical Voices. It's really great. And uh, I recommend listening to the Terry Fox uh, quote as you uh, heard us speak about. It really, I don't know, it just brings a whole different element of emotion to the interaction with Alexa. So uh, do check it out. Of course, check out the show notes, which you're going to find at alexaincanada.ca slash 133. And again, uh, final reminder, tomorrow, The Voice Den, 5 o'clock Pacific, Wednesday, July 22nd, completely free. Again, thank you so much to Amazon Alexa for being the sponsor and making this uh, event truly accessible to everyone. Uh, I hope you will join us, have a chance to chat with some of the voice influencers, and it's still not too late to enter to win some of the voice fluencer collectible cards. The deadline to enter that contest does end as of today, Tuesday, July 21st at 5 p.m. But if you're listening to this in the morning, you can still enter and we're going to be giving away 53 different prizes. So I hope that you will participate in that as well. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for lending me your ear. Uh, if you love, if you like, if you tolerate <laughs> this podcast, please share it with your friends. <laughs> that is the uh, biggest compliment that you can pay and I really appreciate it. Have a wonderful day.